Hello, everyone. It's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanos. This is episode 276, season 12. Today's date is November 18th, 2023, and welcome to the program and welcome to a new season of the show. And uh, on today's show, I will talk about um, my memories of the Jack in the Box restaurants in Chicago. They're still around. Uh, like I said, they're not in Chicago. They're elsewhere. Most are in the West Coast. Also, I will talk about my memories of uh, watching gangster movies on WGN-TV Channel 9 in Chicago. They were aired on Sunday nights. Uh, I'm talking about the black and white ones featuring uh, James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart, uh, George Raft, uh, Edward G. Robinson. So... Uh, I'm not going to list all of them, but uh, I'm going to talk about the ones that I watched uh, when I was a kid. And uh, that's a fun topic, you know, and I think a lot of people remember that. Okay. So uh, right now the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by the Battleship Board Game for Milton Bradley. <laughs> Uh, I think when I was growing up, I think every kid that I knew had this. And uh, here's a commercial from 1967, 1968. It's uh, the most famous one where there's two kids playing. And uh, once the commercial uh, airs, uh, when I come back, I will explain. Okay. So sit back and relax and enjoy. Thank you, everyone. Battleship! 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 Milton Bradley's great game of strategy. It's loaded with action and suspense. Play it anytime, anywhere. B4! Hit! J1! Ha! Miss! J10! Earl, you my Battleship! Battleship! A game of strategy from Milton Bradley. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercials for uh, Battleship. Uh, the board came from Milton Bradley. Uh, I had this game when I was a kid. I, I loved playing it. That was one of the few board games that I really enjoyed. Uh, I used to play with my brothers or kids from the neighborhood. They used to come over or I'd visit them and played. Uh, later on, they had Electronic Battleship. I don't know. That's a little different. So uh, it's still around. I think Hasbro makes it. Uh, you can still buy it. Uh, I don't know if it's electronic or just manual. Maybe it's either. I don't know. And uh, yeah, what I'm explaining what's happening in the commercial is there are two kids that are playing like off a pier, which I don't know why. Because... When the kid, uh, one kid says, you sunk my battleship, and then he just uh, 
put his head against on his forehead and leaned back and fell in the fell in the water. <laughs> That's what I remember watching that commercial all during the seventies. You know, and uh, there's another uh, commercial that features a uh, battleship. Uh, it was set in an opera, and there were like this two couples. They were sitting in a balcony, and the and the men were playing battleship, but the the women were watching the opera. And he's uh, they're calling out their numbers and letters, and each of them go shh, shh, like each one, like that hit or miss. <laughs> And then the one guy goes, you, you just hit my battleship. And then the performers down in the stage, you know, at the opera, they're going, shh, too. <laughs> they're all on YouTube if you want to watch them. Yeah, that's fun. You know, that's a fun game. It really is. I haven't played in a long, long time. You know, I hope kids play today. I play this game today. Excuse me. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see. All right, at the beginning of the program, I mentioned I'm going to talk about my memories of the Jack in the Box restaurants in Chicago and also the black and white gangster movies from Warner Brothers that aired on WGN-TV Channel 9 in Chicago. That was from when movies were movies. I should talk about that someday. This will be interesting because there were other movies that aired, but uh, we'll see about that. So I just picked one specific genre like that before i get started i want to mention one thing uh i received a nice comment from this woman on facebook she says uh well first she says uh pete i i don't know how to listen to your podcast <laughs> i'm i i'm not computer savvy really uh i'm on facebook but how do you listen and i keep telling people on the air how do what's the best way to listen to my podcast and i tell go to my youtube channel do a search, go to uh, go and search Vanish Chicago Land Stories, uh, the podcast, and uh, take it right there. And then you hit subscribe, and then you'll get the future episode, uh, future episodes. You get a no- receive a notification. And she says, "Oh, okay." And then she said, "I listen to you on the radio. I'm on the radio. <laughs> I think maybe satellite radio. Maybe I don't know." <laughs> And she says, my children listen to it. My uh, my daughter is, I think, I believe it's her daughter. She's like 15 or 16 and she loves it. She loves listening to it. She said, and I said, thank you. That's very nice. Uh, that's very considerate. You know, it, I love when young people listen, you know, younger than me, of course, you know, like teenagers, younger than that. I receive a few messages from pe- uh, from younger People, they said they love Chicago history. That's that's amazing. That's nice, you know. And uh, it seems like parents encourage them to learn. You know, uh, don't. It's nice to it's nice to focus on the present in the present and also the future. But the past is very important too, you know, because you learn things. You know, I've seen many times and witnessed that. Uh, Today's youth are not interested and they don't know. They're unfamiliar. And they're like they give you that funny look and their the eyes roll back and it's kind of insulting in a way, but um 
I think that's up to the parent. Well, I shouldn't say this, but maybe I should. But it's up to the parent's job, you know, just to, you know, try to make them learn and all that. So uh, I'm sure they teach history in school. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. But I'm talking, well, pop culture, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, so that, it's great. It's so funny. I mean, there's more. There's more to learning than watching than reality TV on television. No, you don't learn anything. You're just entertained. You know, there's a difference like that. So um, that's wonderful. That really is. Yeah, I I do receive comments like that once in a while, but, you know, I don't show off or anything. But that really touched me. Uh, And so uh, I told her, thank you. Okay. Let's get started. I will talk about the Jack in the Box restaurants. And uh, a lot of people know it's still in business. They're out west. I think they're out in Colorado, Arizona, uh, California mostly. Um, Someone said St. Louis, maybe? I think, (laughs) you know, or I don't know, but not in in Chicago. Maybe someone mentioned Illinois, like downstate, maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. But they're not where I live or in the vicinity. You know, they just uh, gone. And uh, I think they came in the Chicago area probably uh, maybe late 60s or early 70s, around that time. 69, 70. I know they were most in the 70s. And I have a couple, a few memory, a couple memories of that place. Uh, one, uh, my my mom, and, well, sometimes my dad was with us. Uh, me and my brothers, we used to go to the Avon Theater in Chicago, that was located on at F- West Fullerton uh, Avenue and Kimball. It's like east of Pulaski. <laughs> And, well, West of Kedzie, you know, and that was on the corner. And uh, the Avon Theater showed uh, Greek movies, like black and white, and uh, that was that was fun. I, I think I talked about that in a, a pod, in a podcast episode a long time ago. And uh, we didn't drive at the time. We took the bus. We took a lot of buses. You know, we took the 74 Fullerton bus, and then, you know, heading home, we took the Howard Line you know, the L, and then we went downtown, and then uh, we took, like, maybe the 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 South Suburban Red Bus and all that. I don't really remember how we got there, but, uh, and uh, we used to watch the movie, and it was great. A lot of Greek people in the theater. <laughs> they showcase uh, dramas, comedies, like that. And then one night, uh, we got out early, and we were hungry, and across the street was a Jack in the Box. And uh, my mom said, uh, why don't we get some burgers? Okay. And I remember we go in, and uh, I remember seeing on the menu the Jack Steak sandwich, you know, but I'm sure we had the, we had the burgers, and then I remembered the glasses. It's a jack-in-the-box. And we kept those glasses uh, for a long time, you know, the drinking glasses. I should have kept it, you know, because uh, those are probably collector's item by now. And uh, that was the only time I ha- I've uh, patronized there. 
<laughs> so that was the only jet. But I'm going to tell you the location. Well, uh, let me tell you the history of this place first. Uh, that was founded in on February 21st, 1951. It was by a man named Robert O. Peterson in San Diego, which is now located there. And uh, so it's right here. Uh, most of the restaurants are found in, on the West Coast, like, for example, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Denver, Albuquerque, uh, Texas, like a lot of cities in Texas, Dallas, uh, Fort Worth, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, also uh, Kansas City, St. Louis, Indianapolis. And uh, what else did I miss? One? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, a couple in Guam, didn't know that. And uh, the food was just like McDonald's, you know, I don't know, like that. And uh, they started uh, franchising, you know, like that. First in California, like where it originally was, and then it expanded to all over the country, I believe. And then in 1968, uh, uh, Mr. Peterson sold... Uh, food maker that was the company to the Ross Imperia company, and uh, and that uh, then they had commercials, and then uh, they had this famous uh, uh, child actor. If you remember, his name was Rodney Allen Rippey, he was an African American uh, child actor, and he's eating a big hamburger. <laughs> he's too, his tagline was uh. Too big to eat, and he's eating a super-sized Jumbo Jack hamburger. <laughs> and uh, you can find those on YouTube, you know. And uh, he was very famous. He appeared in a lot of TV shows and all that. And then uh, he was also in Blazing Saddles, if you've seen the movie. He was there, you know. And, uh, you know, now he works uh, behind the scenes, you know, and uh, this little acting from now and then, but that's what everyone remembered him from the commercials for Jack in a Box. Uh, so, let's see. Then uh, the headquarters in Chicago for Jack in a Box uh, was uh, 2333 Arthur Avenue, Nelco Village, Illinois. And uh, it was the Food Maker Incorporated. And it was a subsidiary, a Ross Imperial company. And I found some locations, uh, a few, but I, I remember a couple more that are not listed. Uh, so here's one. One was at 306 East Palatine Road in Arlington Heights. Uh, there's an, all of them are in Illinois. So, uh, so it's 306 East Palatine Road in Arlington Heights, uh, 103rd, 10235. 35 South Cicero Avenue in Oakland. Now, that one I know a lot because a lot of people remember this place, and now it's Rosie's uh, Euro place. <laughs> but the building's still there, like that. But a lot of people remember that. Also, uh, 251 North Chicago, Juliet, uh, 27 East Lake Street in Addison, 257 East 147th Street in Harvey. 3355 West Irving Park, and also 3425 West 26th Street. That's uh, the little village na uh, neighborhood. 
And I mentioned the one in Fullerton and Kimball. There was one there. Um, there was one more that's not listed that I remember. It was at 103rd Street and Halstead in the Roseland neighborhood. Because when we used to drive, uh, not dr well, sometimes we drove, well, we had a car then, but we took the bus from our house to go to our old neighborhood. I saw the, the, the building and I saw the clown for the drive through Oh, that clown, when you speak in the clown, that was, that was a fascination to me. I wasn't scared, but it was like, wow. It's like, you know, you would drive in and uh, you would speak to the clown and, and he would take your order. So that's funny, like that. Okay. All right. So, and then uh, I'm sure there were other locations. I, I can't find more. I'm sure people have memories of where they've eaten. Um, you know, where they used to live, like that. Uh, I don't know if they had one downtown in the loop. Mm, I don't think so. No, I doubt it. Anyway. Um, right now, I'm going to play a commercial from 1972, and I remember this commercial very well. I used to watch this uh, when I was a kid on Channel 32, WFLD-TV, uh, on Channel 32 in Chicago, uh, excuse me, and uh, this features like a fire truck, uh, and then the fire truck is, uh, you know, on a call, and they're racing through the streets, and actually, they're st stopping by a jack-in-the-box drive-thru. I remember this very well, and they were talking to the clown. When I come back, I will talk about the menu items, uh, what they had during that time. So this would be interesting. All right, so sit back and relax, and let's go back to the 70s and listen to the Jack in the Box commercial from 1972. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial. That was the Jack in the Box commercial, 1972, where they're, you can find them on YouTube, you know, and I, I, when I saw this on YouTube years ago, it took me back, you know, and it was, that was kind of cool. You know, I wanted to go to that place, you know, I, I really did, you know. Then, um. So I'm going to talk about the items, and then I'm going to talk about a recent memory—not a recent memory—but I did go to an—I did go again, but later in life, to a Jack in a Box restaurant. And uh, let's see. So uh, I have the menu up. Here's an old menu. Uh, they had hamburgers, cheeseburgers, you know, 
They had the bonus burgers, which probably mean, I'm sure it means, excuse me, it's an extra patty. You know, so it's a double burger. Uh, they had four fried chimp. They had uh, french fries, uh, malts, you know, shakes like chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, Jack Cola, which is Coca-Cola. They call it Jack Cola. I don't know if there was a difference. Uh, you know, coffee, milk, uh, orange, root beer, large drinks. Anyway, they also had the Jumbo Jack. The Jumbo Jack is like probably a, a bigger burger. <laughs> Maybe it's the Big Mac. Maybe it was. Yeah, it could be, you know, like that. They also had the Moby Jack. I'm assuming the Moby Jack is a fish sandwich. You know, that's what that's what I thought. Also, they had an item, uh, Super Scoop. I, I think Super Scoop is like a, you would get either a bigger, a, a large order of fries and, uh, that's probably what it was. I, I imagine it was. Also, they had uh, the famous desserts was apple turnovers. Yeah, they had that. Okay, let's see what else. Uh, they had the jack steak. That was a steak sandwich. That looked good. That really did. And uh, let's see what else they had. They had the breakfast jack. I don't know what exactly what that was. I, they they have it today. I don't know if it's a sausage or a hamburger in the uh, you get it in the morning. I'm not sure, you know. Well, anyway, so at the but in the 70s, I don't know what it was really. Okay, but I saved the I saved the best for last. Uh, it was their tacos, <laughs> and every time we post something about Jack in the Box, they remembered their tacos, which was, uh, they were greasy, they were delicious, they were, they were wonderful. M much better than Taco Bell. <laughs> or any Mexican restaurant you go to, or, you know, like a little place. But they said they loved it, you know, and uh, and it came regular or super tacos, so the regular was a regular size, and the super taco was bigger. You know, and uh, I never had uh, the tacos there. But that's what they were famous for. And I probably still, I'm sure they still sell it today. How about you? Okay. And uh, so the, there were a lot of items that were discontinued, but there were so many. I don't want to go through all that and it'll take time. Uh, one last thing about Jack in the Box is uh, when I went to the Comic Con uh, convention, comic book convention in San Diego, this was about uh, 10 years ago. No, not 10 years ago. Over 10 years. Yeah, 15 at least. And there was a, they had a Jack in the Box in the neighborhood, but it was, it was like on a hill and it was very, a little distance, you know, and I had to walk. You know, I didn't want to take a cab. Uh, Uber didn't exist at the time. So I walked over there and there was, so I tried it and I had a, I had a cheeseburger, I had a fries, you know, I didn't order tacos. No, it was okay. It was okay. But, you know, I'm a McDonald's person, a Burger King person, a Wendy's person also. But it was, it was bizarre. Maybe I, if I'm in the West Coast again, maybe I'll try again. Let's see. I don't know. But it was okay. 
you know, I would just see what all the fanfare was all about, <laughs> you know. And uh, but I'm glad I went to the Jack in the Box, you know. But there was no clown, not in the drive-thru. I did not see it. I was disappointed. <laughs> they just had a regular screen, you know, that you talk to. I saw it when I walked in, and that was that was kind of cool. Uh, someone else mentioned his Jack in the Box coming is return. Excuse me, if Jack in the Box is returning to the Chicagoland area, there were rumors they are. I have not seen anything, so you never know. That'd be kind of nice, you know. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Well, I heard maybe In and Out Burger might come here. We'll see about that. Which uh, I never tried it. I'd like to try it someday. Uh, they have over there in the West Coast, they have Carl's Jr. Uh, my brother lives in California. I asked him about that. And he says, eh, it's all right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but he's had in and out Burger and he says, it's good. You know, it, it really is, you know, but it's, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm a, I love fast food, but, uh, I've always said, you gotta be care. I gotta be careful. You know, because it's addictive. It's not good for you. You know, gain weight, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, I've told, uh, I've lost some weight uh, recently, a little bit. So that's good because my goal is to be below 200 pounds and I want to lose muscle. So I weighed about 195. That's great. Good news. It's not easy, but my goal is like to lose maybe about 10 more, 15 at least. It's going to take time. Anyway, so hopefully Jack in the Box will come. I hope it will come. Uh, we'll see. You know, uh, there's a great demand of customers for fast food. <laughs> but now we have Culver's. So uh, that's that's that place is good too. Okay. You know, with the butter burgers. All right, uh, that's enough for, for the Jack in the Box restaurants. Now I'm going to talk about my memories of watching the black and white uh, gangster movies from Warner Brothers Studios that aired on WGN TV Channel 9 in Chicago. They aired on Sunday nights. Uh, let's see. Uh, then when Channel 9, they ran it, when movies were movies, they showed a lot of old black and white movies, uh, probably in the late 60s and the, uh, the 70s. Mm, I don't know about the 80s. No, not really. Mostly in the 70s, and I used to watch them right before I went to school. And my mom would yell at me because I'm staying up late and I had to go to school the next day. <laughs> I was watching in my room. I was fascinated by, you know, black and white movies, you know, and... Uh, one particular genre was the gangster movies. I don't really like gangster movies today. Not not really. Uh, Goodfellas is all right. It's it's all right, you know. Or any movie directed by Martin Scorsese. He's a wonderful director and all that. But you know, uh, of course, we got The Godfather. It's a classic, you know. But I like the older ones. You know, they were not fancy, not. Uh, bloodier but it was like in that talk and the way they talk back then it was hilarious you know and then so my favorite actors of watching them were humphrey bogart james cagney edward g robinson and uh, george raft 
Uh, I didn't see much of George Raff movies, uh, maybe a couple, but most was James Cagney and uh, Humphrey Bogart. Of course, and of course, or Edward G. Robinson, you know. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a few that I remember. One, of course, was uh, The Public Enemy that came out in 1931. And uh, that was that starred uh, James Cagney and uh, Gene Harlow was in the movie. And, uh, and the famous scene was when uh, James Cagney was uh, staying at uh, his girlfriend's house. And uh, he had the great the grapefruit. I think it was her. You know, I keep forgetting because there were so many actresses that just uh, look alike. And uh, so, you know, the famous grapefruit scene. You know, when he, uh, I, she said something, and he didn't like. And uh, yeah, it was a uh, yeah, it was May Clark that was Kitty. So. Um, James Cagney took a piece of grapefruit and just plop it on her face. <laughs> That's a famous scene. That is a famous scene. And uh, at the end, it was kind of sad, you know, the movie. Was, but James Cagney was brilliant. It was wonderful. That was one of my favorites like that. And let's see what else. Other movies? Uh, another movie he started in was White Heat. That came out in the 40s. Uh, he was good in that. Uh, also, there was Angel, Angels with Dirty Faces. Uh, that was with uh, James Cagney and also Pierre O'Brien and Humphrey Bogart. And uh, uh, Pat O'Brien played the priest. He was in there. Also, the most famous movie that Edward G. Robinson uh, was in was Little Caesar. It came out in 1931. Oh, I love that movie. That was great. And that was like he, the way he talked and the way he looked. And go, ah, you know, that was that was wonderful. Also, my all-time, uh, the best one, and I love was the Roaring Twenties. That came out in nineteen thirty-nine. Starred uh, James Cagney and Humphrey Bogart. You know, and uh, I love that one. The, that was the best. Uh, <laughs> You know, and uh, one thing I want to mention, you know, they always say that James Cagney was associated, you dirty rat, you know, and I don't believe he ever said that in a movie. I don't know where they got that. <laughs> I don't think he said it. No, I don't think so. Like not. Okay. And uh, there was also G-Man. I remember that. Uh, it was uh, San Quentin. All that, and let's see what else. Uh, there were a couple movies that Humphrey Bogart starred uh, that I like. It was called Conflict. It wasn't really a gangster movie. It was a man who killed his wife, and it was a very good movie, and I watched it all the time. And uh, it's sort of like a crime. It's a crime drama, but, you know, but there's no gangsters involved, so like that. Also, there was a movie that was starred George Raft and uh, Humphrey Bogart. Ida Lupino's called They Drive by Night. That came out in 1940. And um, it wasn't really a gangster movie, but it was uh, one. It was a classic. And Ida Lupino played a wife of a 
head of a trunking company and she put on a performance and she had the hots for George Raft. <laughs> Excuse me. So that one is a classic. They play, they play all these on TCL, you know, and you can get them on DVD or Blu-ray. You could do that. And, uh, but you know, James Cagney looked like a mean, tough guy on the screen, but he was very a gentle man, you know, and very nice from what I heard, read and from what I heard, you know, same with the others, you know, Gary G. Robinson, he was a painter, you know, and George Raft, you know, they just, uh, <laughs> they just, they did play these tough guys, you know, like the one movie they don't sh uh, show, my brother pointed this out, is Scarface. It came out in 1932, uh, the original one, not the one with Al Pacino. This is the one with Paul Mooney, and uh, I watched that, and uh, that was uh, it was good. That was a good movie. Then they made Lady Scarface. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, that was interesting, like that. So uh, sometimes my brother watches a movie on DVD. He's got a collection of gangster movies, and we watch together. And uh, it was fun, yeah, like that. But uh, but my favorite actor was Humphrey Bogart. I love everything he was in. You know, you just can't take your eyes off of him and anything he did. And he was fascinating. He's still an icon to this day. You know, he was always having a cigarette in his hand, smoking. You know, that's what killed him. I think later on of course he was married to lauren bacall uh my favorite movies of him was with his wife then she was very young very pretty you know like to have you have not and uh there were other ones they stare they start they started excuse me okay so uh, that was my memory of uh my memories of watching those black and white gangster movies on channel nine in chicago yeah they had a great library showing. They really did at the time. Okay. That is all for today. Uh, I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about the uh, the Jack in the Box restaurants in Chicago at one time. Also, my memories of watching uh, black and white gangster movies on Channel 9 on WGN TV in Chicago in the 70s. Okay. So... This podcast will be published later on today, and uh, whatever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, uh, let's see, what else? Amazon Music, uh, also Overcast, uh, Breaker. I also found out that Google Podcasts are going away next, ye next year, in a couple of months, so I don't know what's going to happen. Also, be on my blog, blog. You can listen there if you'd like. Also, be on my YouTube channel. I'll say it again. If you don't want to listen to apps, go to my YouTube channel. Do a search. Type in uh, Chicagoland Stories to Podcast. You will find it. Hit the subscribe button. Do the same with the apps. Hit subscribe and you'll get a notification of new episodes or listen to old episodes. Be my guest. Help yourself. So whenever you have time. And also be posted on my social media accounts, uh, Facebook, X, uh, Instagram. I'll have the link 
Also Threads, you know, Threads is getting popular. I'm getting a lot of followers. Also Reddit, you know. Also I post on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, excuse me. Do that. Okay. I will have another podcast episode probably tomorrow. Probably. Yeah, I'll think of something what I'll talk about. I have one topic in mind. Do some research and uh, we'll see what will happen. Okay. So this is Pico Stanis, your host for Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I had a wonderful time for show of season 12. I'm very, it's, I'm very excited. Lots more coming. And uh, so here's, uh, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful Saturday. It's nice and uh, not a cloud in the sky. A little chilly, but it's, it's November. You know, it's close to Thanksgiving. Okay, so here's bye-bye for me, and here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.